self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am Clemmy red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram instagram you can find me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point and TikTok at Carl underscore Y-U-N-G Young. Oh, and I can be found on Instagram, uh, red underscore calamity. Although I don't even know the last time I posted anything. I don't really you be on say this anything. every week. I know. You don't say I, this every week. I, yeah. I mean, I keep wanting that to be a motivating factor for me to post shit, but it it's not doing it. It's not going to do it. I'm going to leave it alone. Well, but it, red underscore calamity if you'd like to see the things I've posted in the past. No, don't worry about seeing red posts. Y'all send her stuff. That's going to be the motivation. Y'all send her some stuff, oh, some yeah. comments, pictures, make her interact. It's a little work like that. Yeah, that probably will work better. But anyhow, um, we are still doing the list of the portion of the show. So if you have a comment, question, uh, you can send us a letter at conversationconartist at gmail.com. Do we have one? Yep, we got one from Colin. Oh, he just shit. came in in the last five seconds. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Made <laughs> it just in time, my boy, and I appreciate that. Y'all know who it is, Colin. Uh, you ready? I just know this title is going to be cringy. The title ahead. March Meatness or Meat Madness. I really. <laughs> what is good, y'all? I'm writing a bit last minute as my live listen got interrupted a lot this week, so I'm going to lead off with this Reddit post. We'll Do that last. Other than that, the main thing I wish I could talk to y'all about is the Deshaun Watson situation in the NFL. Within minutes of the story breaking that he would not face criminal charges, all the sports world. The trade market for Watson, will, where will he land? Yo, the NFL does not give a shit about women at all or black people and racism or anything, really. All they care about is the check, and it's gross, bro. All right. That's all right now because I know y'all are probably recording, like, right now. <laughs> Looking forward to hearing this week's episode, Colin. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Deshaun Watson later. Okay. Go ahead. Read the Reddit post. Then. All right. Our relationships. My 29 female best friend, 30-year-old female, sent a new picture of herself to my boyfriend, 34-year-old male. She is behaving very strangely, and I do not know what to think. This is a long So, long story. I've known my friend Brett since high school, and we've been close friends ever since. We've done everything together over the years. We were constantly over each other's homes. We were roommates for a while, and I was certain we would be friends for life. Somewhat important, we briefly flirted with the idea of sleeping together around five years ago. We had sex twice, decided that wasn't for us, and mutually agreed to never mention it again, and have been perfectly perfectly fine friends ever since. Never bringing it up. So a little over a year ago, I met Brian. I don't think there is much that needs to be said about us, except that he and I hit it off quickly, and I felt hard for him. He's nothing but kind to me and my friends, Britt included, and I felt very blessed to have him in my life. I have some trauma-related men in my past, and he's been extremely kind and patient with helping me get close to him. Since Brian and I started becoming serious, I admit that I haven't been spending as much time with Britt as I used to. I think it's something that just happens when you get into a partnership, but I felt bad for it. Britt's been having some bad luck in the dating area lately, and a lot of guys have come and gone in her, on her in the same time span that Brian and I have been together. Finally, about three weeks ago, Britt discovered she's pregnant. 
when she first told me, I was worried about it because the guy who's the father is someone she's been only with a couple of times, and I suspect of him of being abusive. I don't know for sure, but I do know I don't like him, and at least he's some kind of deadbeat. Anyway, Friday night, I was hanging out with Brian in his apartment. As we were chilling, watching a movie, his phone went off. A second later, he was like, what the fuck? When I looked at him, he seemed puzzled and told me, your friend just sent me a picture and showed me his phone. There was some previously perfectly innocuous text between them, but she had just sent him a full nude photo. The nature of her pose and everything was very clearly meant to be a sexual interest, if that makes sense. I was shocked. Brian was shocked that he broke the ice by saying she must have meant that for her boyfriend. He immediately deleted the photo and sent her a message back like, hey, this is Brian. I think you sent that to the wrong number. We both had a chuckle about it and carried on with the night, but a couple of minutes later, his phone went off and she, he told me she, probably, she should probably look at it. I should probably look at it. She sent him back a message that said something along the lines, I know that was meant for you. I like you. Brian <laughs> looked at me like he was waiting for me to tell him what to do. Then he got a third message, this one saying something like, um, my name will be fine. You know we slept together before. Brian asked me what I wanted him to do, and I told him just not say anything until I talked to her. Her behavior was so weird at that point that I wasn't thinking of being mad, but I was worried she was having a mental breakdown or something. I called her and got on her phone, and I asked her, hey, Britt, is everything okay? And she told me, yeah, I'm fine. Why? I asked her if she had been sending any message to Brian. She paused but didn't answer. No, I don't think so. <laughs> After that, my anger started catching up. I told her, Britt, do you think I'd be asking if I didn't already know? She hung up but then sent me a message after claiming she had sent some messages to the wrong number. I countered back and told her that she specifically used my name in one and clearly meant them to go to Brian. She stopped responding to me after that. She didn't answer to me all night, but yesterday I went by her home and asked her what the hell happened last night. She got forlorn on me and told me that she and her boyfriend had a fight and she was just trying to get back at him while she was angry. I lost my temper then. If she told me there was a mental health thing, I would have been sympathetic. Fuck, if she had said she was going for a threesome, I probably would have forgiven her. But she basically told me she tried getting back at her shitty baby daddy by messing with the first healthy relationship I've had, and that made me lose it. There was a lot of yelling, and I wound up storming off. After having a night to cool down, I just don't know how to feel. I love Britt like a sister, and I don't think she's in a good place right now. I can forgive a lot because of that, but I never expected something so monumentally effed up either. I'm angry, sad, and kind of afraid of her because I feel like something very bad must have happened with her boyfriend to cause her to behave that way. How do I even approach her now? What would you do if this happened? Is our friendship done for? Too long didn't read. Best friend sent a new photo of some suggestive messages to my boyfriend. She claimed she was just trying to get back at her own shitty, possibly abusive boyfriend. I don't know what to do about it. Jesus. Britt Brit got some problems. Um, I'm going to be honest. Like I, I would love to say that I would be sympathetic and really try to get to the bottom of what was going on. I don't know that I would do that, though. No, you wouldn't. I don't even know why you pretending like you goddamn would be giving a second thought. I don't know what. You go over that girl house with a bat with nails in the motherfucker. <laughs> why are you talking about? I don't know if I, nigga quit pretending. You know who I would like to be a better person. Niggas listening know you. Everybody listening know you. <laughs> Hell, you fronting for? I would fuck up. I would. I don't give a fuck about. What you got going on? Because, okay, you got that going on. Now you finna fuck up some other shit in your life. Like, that's what you doing. And then you go lie. Like, I hate, that shit really pissed me off when people do that shit. If I'm coming to you with some shit and you know you just did it, don't lie to me. Obviously, I fucking know. I asked you a very specific ass question, right? Because I know already. So then you coming back saying, I don't think so. Bitch! <laughs> Oh no, no, no. I couldn't be friends. Cause like that's just it's a it's such a boundary cross and 
you I, know, I trust it. It's crazy because I don't know. I are people not that smart, or do people think you that stupid? See that I'm trying like to figure it's out. An insult to my intelligence. That's what be making me mad because it's like motherfucker. I'm asking you, like. I remember a girl I was talking to in college, and we was hanging out and chilling together. And her Facebook status is like she posted a Facebook status about a dude that wasn't me, even though I liked her. And I was like, hey, let's be in a relationship. You know, she posted a status about somebody that she was really feeling. And I know it wasn't me. And so I called and I said, hey, like, are you engaging with other people? Like, it's fine. But like, I can adjust my expectations for that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Why the fuck would I be calling you and asking you this if you didn't think I had some kind of clue or something going on? You are posting about a person on a public platform. No, I don't. This that looks serious. I don't know what you mean. What is it? Okay, I'm the idiot, huh? I'm See, stupid. That's, that's what. Or or they stupid. I I look at it like they are not smart. They are the not smart person. They think that. The answers that they given are sufficient, and they not smart enough to know, because what should have happened in her head was, damn, he told her. I'm my situation. Oh, she should have said was, damn, he seen that status, <laughs> and that status is about such and such. <laughs> now I need to adjust my answer, saying I ain't know it was some stupid shit. Same way for her, yeah. She should have been like, damn, he must have been sitting next to her. He must have told her. I kind of wanted him to be one of them renegade boyfriends that would go do his own thing on the side, but he ain't. <laughs> I mean, damn. I, so, I don't know what make people do that shit, but I always take it as you're insulting my intelligence because I, I feel like I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're not that goddamn stupid. So if you're not stupid, that must mean that you think I am. Because this, like, again, if somebody comes to you with a very specific question, there is some shit that you know that you did. I'm asking you because I already know. <laughs> like common sense would say. Because what are the odds of me coming out asking you this right after you did some shit? And this was the same night she sent her the text, right? That she reached out to her about it. So, mm -hmm. bitch, what? So you gotta think I'm stupid. And now I'm gonna whoop your ass because of that. What the fuck you think I am? <laughs> I would be like, fuck Brit. Brit, it Brit. Regardless of what she has going on, this is not the way to fix it. And now what you've done is you violated my trust. And now I don't know what you're gonna do every time you have a raggedy nigga in your life. You won't come for mine? No. <laughs> Sorry. All right. How do you begin to approach this person? First off, you have to decide whether you want the relationship or not, right? You already know you got a boyfriend that's good to go, okay? Because, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he, the only reason he showed you is because you was there next to him. That's that's a variable. But it don't sound like that. It sounds no, like he's a stand-up dude. He ain't trying to do that. Maybe he just don't like Brit like that. Like, she ain't, no. Brit pregnant. pregnant. What that mean? All that mean to niggas is they can shoot the club up. Oh. Got a responsibility behind it. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's what that means to a dude who is just a dude. You know what I'm saying? Not a self-aware dude, not a socially conscious dude, not a dude that is, you know, an ally to women movement and things like that. But a regular dude, 
mm, that's free. Free clips unloaded. <laughs> that's fucking terrible. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for some dudes, that'll be like ideal. You know, so if you want the relationship, you gotta make that determination first, and then you just gotta sit your friend down and tell her, "Listen, I understand you going through some shit, but the way that you try to fix your problems is not like you can't do that. You can't do that. Like we we we've maintained this level of friendship and connection for so long." And I prefer not to lose that over this moment where I'm okay, my boyfriend is okay, our relationship ain't gonna be tainted from this, but like you can't use us as your ploy. What probably happened is that she she's desperate looking for somebody that's gonna take care of her baby. But your best friends, nigga, like what are the odds? Like even if he an ancient ass nigga that would like fuck you on the side. You really think he finna leave her to help you take care of a baby that's not his? Like, where's the sense in that? Why would he do that? Even if he yeah. was willing to shoot the club up because he had, you know, an all-access pass to do so. Look, he desperate ain't finna times, help you raise no baby. Desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> the nigga whose baby it is don't want nothing to do with it. You really think some other nigga finna just be like, oh, sure. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Stupid. I think that she is looking at it from the lens of that's a good dude and I can't find no good dudes. So I'd rather take a chance on this good dude being somewhat compromised and coming over to my team <laughs> versus still continuing to deal with the dudes that I'm dealing with. The reality is the reason that you deal with the dudes you deal with is because that's what you keep attracting. For some You're the reason. kind of bitch that will try to take your best friend's nigga. That's why. That's, that, that's your energy. So you get that back. The fuck? What kind? So like you gonna really like fuck her? You know that she done had a rough time and then she finally finds somebody to treat her good and like you don't give a fuck about that. Cause fuck friendship. I just need somebody to take care of my baby. Like girl, fuck you. What would you do if this happened? See, we know what you would do. You said you would beat <laughs> her ass, okay? <laughs> now me, if I'm sitting down with my girl and one of my homeboys send a meat pick and she show me it depends <laughs> on what the meat look like <laughs> i really that I ain't my answer for real i can't deal with that's you. kanye's answer that is kanye's <laughs> <laughs> we all talk about i got a lot to say about this shit. We gonna talk about that's okay if uh if he send the meat pick and again i'm confident with what i got so it don't really matter what they send her i'll be fine uh but because to be honest, like the package that most men care about is the wrong package to care about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they care about the physical package. You you gotta have the like intrinsic package. If you ain't got both of those, which I got both of those, then I'm fine. I'm very confident. By the time I'm with somebody, I'm confident that I offer them a range of things that other men can't offer them. And if they find somebody that can offer more, they are free to go find that person and engage with them and leave me to my devices. But and and this person intended for those messages to go to her. Yeah. I don't know. I we're not gonna be friends after that. Like I we talked about this earlier. 
the two of us, but I, it don't take much for me to disconnect from you, friend or not. You know what I'm saying? It's a major shit like this. Like, fuck you, girl. Like, I'm going to be all right without you. That's cool. You go do your thing. Good luck with the baby. But fuck you. Respectfully. <laughs> mm. Like, I don't, it, I, I, this, I wouldn't be able to come back from this because I know me. And so, like, as soon as you did this shit and insulted my intelligence when I came to you about it, done. We done. Done. Bro, why are you sending my girl meat pics? <laughs> What's, what's happening? Are you really trying to you trying to take my girl from me? I really don't like how I said that because I've been working on the concepts of ownership and relationships. So my girl, that shit, I don't really like that language anymore. Um, but that's my nigga. I mean, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to dissociate from the idea of ownership within relationships. Um, but. I don't really get close enough to people to to be the level of friend that like ain't nobody from my childhood that I was close enough to that would do that that I'd be like, how did, could you betray me? Like I don't got no friend. I don't have no connection strong enough to feel like I'd be betrayed if a dude did that. You know, I don't. Like, it'll be unfavorable if if one of my friends did that, but it's not like we got this long lasting relationship and I know you deep enough to for you to know how problematic or messed up that is. I mean, my circle is largely niggas these days. So like, this wouldn't be a situation that I would be in. And like the female friends that I have, because I'm, they have kids and moved on, you know, doing their own shit. Like we're not close enough where it would be like a betrayal. It'd be the same level of anger that I would be with anybody that I knew well, but it wouldn't be like a betrayal. Like, I feel like the closest thing that I would have to that probably would be my cousin. And we kind of went through, not this, but like a situation last summer where we all went on a trip and uh, her boyfriend apparently was like staring at me in a, I didn't notice it because I'd have cussed his fucking ass out, but other family members that were on the trip noticed it. And so that was a situation where they broke up and I was like, I didn't, I don't like that shit. Don't put me in this kind of a situation, bitch, nigga, like. Don't what what kind of nigga do you have to be to think that you're gonna get away with ogling the cousin of your girl hold with on, other on, family members around? I know the answer to this, but for the sake of how you said it, I'm gonna ask anyway. Bitch nigga or bitch comma nigga? <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch nigga. Okay. <laughs> I just making sure you weren't talking about your cousin and him. No. <laughs> my cousin did do, the only thing that annoyed me is that she like she didn't get upset with me like it did not impact our relationship I, but you never know i don't like that because you don't know how people are going to respond like she could have the next felt, time she get an opportunity to bring a dude around you she gonna think twice i hate that like this the situation that he put us in through his fucking behavior that's why i don't like so like that's why i don't have no Sympathy for Brit. Fuck you, Brit. Because you could have really impacted their relationship and she happy. Like, why would you do that with your selfish ass? That's how I felt about him. And I told my cousin, I was like, you can stay with him, but I ain't, we ain't going nowhere together no more. Like, I'm not hanging around that nigga. Like, I, because I don't want to be uncomfortable. And if I catch him doing it, it's going to be a fucking problem. You know, at the end of confronting my friend and they was tripping, I'd be like, sir, you are now less relevant. <laughs> <laughs> When I was uh, when I was in college, my first relationship, um, my girlfriend ended up texting with one of my homeboys, like, 
inappropriate text and I saw it in some of the inappropriate texts because she sent one to me by accident mm. and I was like who the hell she texting like this and it ended up being one of my homeboys and I was like what the hell and I'm still friends with them and she's still cool so I mean I had, it ain't never been a friend like I didn't have again I've had niggas do like disrespectful shit, but it ain't nothing. Like, I've, I haven't run across a nigga that was so disrespectful that he would try it with one of my friends. Like, I mean, thinking about it, she was probably getting ran through while we was in a relationship, <laughs> to be honest. Jesus. You know, just me being as young and naive and hopeful and enjoying, you know, my engagement with her sexually. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it make you, that kind of shit make you not think about. What else could be going on? You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, you read stories on Reddit where it's like, who was it? I don't know. It was this rapper that was talking about how she got into a relationship and she never cheated before. And she cheated before. She only cheated in relationships. But she got with this guy, didn't cheat. Until she found out, like, he was cheating the whole time. And so she went back to one of her, her old flames, got her back blew out, and let him shoot up the club, and then went back, and her boyfriend ate her out after that. And, like, the way she was telling the story is kind of like wearing it as a badge of honor because she got some get back. Oh, that's know? so disgusting. But it's like, if you want a dude to not catch on to what you're doing, all you got to do is, you know please him right, and then he won't pay no attention to it, <laughs> you know, but it, that ain't even the case, it ain't even the case that that's what she was doing to me, it's the case that I was just naive anyway, like, I know she cheated on me once, one of my homeboys, supposedly, they was together a lot, I'm sure they had sex, but it's, you know, one of them things where um, my friendships don't penetrate my existence to the point where it's like, they gotta be wiped away. Like I don't, I don't know. That, that sounds strange, but <laughs> um, like it ain't like I, I hate to say it. Like I don't care about nobody enough for them doing something like that to for me to care about it to that degree or whatever. I don't know. And then is our friendship done for? I don't know. That's up to you. That's up to you. Like you can just accept that Britney got some shenanigans. <laughs> that she's going to have you participating in every now and then. Just accept that shit. I mean, I had a friend in college that I didn't think she well. She wouldn't. She wouldn't do what Britney did. Like she was out there though. Like I, I think I told this story before. She set me up with a dude that she forgot that she slept with because <laughs> mm-hmm. she was out there. But she, she wouldn't have did nothing like that, but she was the kind of person, I think I said this before, like, if we were all out, it was me, her, and another girl that all hung out together, if we was out somewhere and niggas was looking our way, they were automatically looking at her, because I guess me and the other girl were dogs, but <laughs> she was, every time we go somewhere, these guys, they just be staring at me, like, bitch, how you know they looking at you? We mm. too. <laughs> she That's was what that she wants the reality to be. That's what she want the reality to be. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. Appreciate that letter, Colin. Uh, I have an am I the asshole that I wanted to do because of your TikTok. <laughs> oh, because of my TikTok. Yes, your TikTok's on parenting. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Okay, what video you done seen? No, it's not a video, but like, it's so, am I the asshole for snapping at my daughter's therapist when she tried to blame my daughter's trauma on me? <laughs> Say that again. Am I the asshole for snapping at my daughter's therapist when she tried to blame my daughter's trauma on me? What? Hell yeah, you the asshole. <laughs> you ain't even heard it yet. I ain't got to. <laughs> but I said that because I know your TikTok are like helping people recognize like all the parental trauma. So like I was like, oh, I gotta do this one. This oh, is yeah. fucking hilarious mm-hmm. because of this. So I haven't read it, so I don't know what trauma she it is. So the do- so she is 43, the mom is 43, and her daughter is 22. So I have a 22-year-old daughter. All of my daughter's life, she has struggled with mental health issues. She has ADHD, bipolar, and borderline personality disorder. If I'm being honest, I never really understood a lot of my daughter's disorders. I've always approached mental health as something you just bury deep down. And as a single mother, I've tried to do my best, but I know I'm not perfect. Well, recently, my daughter asked if I would go to one of her therapy sessions with her. I only agreed because she seemed super excited about it. When we got there, her therapist first asked me about how I was raised to think about mental health. I said I wasn't raised to think about mental health at all. She then said she guessed that. It seemed kind of snarky, but I ignored it. She did ask about my family's history with addiction and mental illness and mental issues. I denied any, and then she started to list all the things my daughter told her and asked that they were a lie. They weren't a lie, but I never saw any of these things as a big issue. She then began to explain to me that BPD is a trauma response. She explained it could be caused by many things, but by me invalidating her emotions so much like I was invalidating my own had a part to play in it. She then tried to tell me ways I can cope with my own trauma that can help my daughter through hers. After listening to her spew absolute garbage for 30 minutes, I finally got up and told her she was a fucking quack and didn't know anything she was talking about. I stormed out and left. My daughter called me crying an hour later and I told her she needed to get an actual therapist instead of that bitch. I wasn't upset with my daughter, but I did feel, I did feel like she kind of threw me to the wolves. After cooling down, though, I think I might have handled the situation wrong. But I'm not sure. Am I the asshole? Yes, you are the fucking asshole. <laughs> you acknowledged that you're the asshole. Like, you knew going in that you weren't raised to think about mental health. You thought you were supposed to bury that shit down. How do you think that means that you address your child's mental health issues when they bring them up? You're going to be telling her to bury them down and, well, I ain't know anything about this stuff, which is what? An invalidation of a child's experience. And that therapist told you that borderline personality is a result of invalidating a child's experience. So, why didn't you say, damn, you right? <laughs> you you knew all the shit that the therapist said, except you didn't know what it meant to invalidate somebody's experience. But you know you handled it wrong. Why are you here asking if you're the asshole? <laughs> you, chi- you, done, you done told the t- therapist off. You done got your child damn crying. And you know it's wrong. Why are you here asking if you the asshole, what she's looking for is some other fucking disillusioned parents to come into that goddamn chat room and say, no, you protected your child. Don't let a therapist tell you all of that drivel that they be talking about and using those big words, confusing you and trying to make your child think that you're the worst person ever. That therapist was trying to help your motherfucking ass. That therapist was telling you This is how you can handle some of your own personal trauma because the way that you're handling your own personal trauma and the inability to acknowledge mental health issues is transferring to your child. And the best thing you could do is fucking uh, deflect and run away from the situation. 
you're the asshole. That's just what it is. <laughs> like it. Listen, y'all. Any of y'all who come to my TikTok, Carl underscore Young Y U N G. I don't have sympathy for parents. <laughs> I don't. I don't have sympathy for, for parents. If the hierarchy goes, kids, then bad kids, <laughs> then <laughs> parents. <laughs> Because there's a bad, it's a kids out there bad enough to make me think. Well, I see why a parent would do that, but you're a fucking parent. You're supposed to have the sense, not your child. So, bad kids still above you in the hierarchy. Okay, I don't have sympathy for parents, and a lot of parents don't like that shit. Well, when we be talking about whooping, bro, them parents be goddamn. (laughs) They people want to torture their kids. People want to torture their kids. You can't create a good human if you don't put that little strap on them. What? Spare the rod, spoil the child. What? Rod? You mean a metal stick? No. I don't have no sympathy for parents. If you are a parent, it's your responsibility to give your children the tools that they need to survive without you. And in order to do that more effectively, you have to have handled your trauma. If you haven't handled your trauma, then you're going to be transferring some of that shit onto your kids, even with the best intentions, even with the best skills, even with the best support, even with the best book. You can only you can only pour into a 60 percent into a cup of all you got is 60 percent. That's it. So I would like to know what she what the expectation like you went in, you agreed to go. What did you think? (laughs) It was gonna be like did she think she was gonna be praised for being a great mom and so you know even this like the the beginning of asking like you know about the trauma in the family and you saying there wasn't any and then the therapist like you know she's been going to therapy for a while then the therapist listening off well she said all of these things did these things not happen well yeah i didn't think they was a big deal though what <laughs> Like mental health issues, substance abuse, addiction, those are big issues that like have a wide reaching effect on the family unit as a whole and gets passed down throughout the generation. And like, even if you are, okay, obviously she's like a lay person and may not know like that, but like you went in, it seems like not even wanting to like a try. Like, I don't know what she, when she agreed to go, what she thought it was going to be. Like what you when you agree and she was all excited about it, like what what did you think that it was gonna be? Like I like to know what her expectations was for the the session itself because it's like Wow, you, hey you mom, are, you have such an amazing child. Man, <laughs> she's attentive and beautiful and she has an amazing mind and how did you do it? Because I want to make an expose out of you. I want to write up a story for you so that we can put you on a Netflix documentary as the best parent that's ever lived. Parents, if you if you get if you go into a counseling session because your child wants you to come, it's a 75% chance it's a trap. <laughs> it is a 75% chance it's a trap. If they ain't never talked to you about their therapist, they have talked to you about how therapy going, and they invite you. Nigga, it's a trap. <laughs> I am not saying you shouldn't go. I'm saying that you should be prepared to start that day doing some inner work that you have been doing. Because if that parent had taken that session seriously, 
she would have had to look at the world differently from that point on. Yeah. She's fighting to have her own world view that she's always had, which is mental health ain't shit. And this person is telling her that not only is mental health shit, but you got it, your child got it, your family got it, everybody got it. And once you put them glasses on, then you can't take them off. Yeah. You can't take them off. And people be scared to put them glasses on because once they own, this is how you got to see the world now. And that's hard. Some in the comments uh, underneath this post. Um, yeah, this exact experience happened to me when I was about 17. My therapist was like, bring your mom in. This will help with uh, this will help with the healing and bring you closure. Cue an hour of this therapist explaining to my mom that the way she raised me had cultivated my anxiety and depression. And then three months of my mom regularly screaming at me. Oh, so this is my fault. Am I cultivating your anxiety right now? <laughs> Like that kind of shit. That's not the response that you need to have, parents. No. Um, this person said the therapist didn't assume anything. The therapist was informed of the the uh, original poster's behavior from the original poster's daughter and made an educated guess about the core problems in their family. You know, her job. <laughs> uh, somebody said we're getting mom's warped, biased view of the conversation. I suspect the therapist was actually a lot more professional, but OP has either perceived her inaccurately or is, whether consciously or not, misrepresenting her to us to make herself look better. And listen. It's not like kids don't come into counseling and tell half truths, yeah. right? But this therapist listed out the shit the child said and the mama said is right. <laughs> she said it's right. You said it's right. So you are the asshole. You can't get out of being an asshole in this situation. Nah. I mean, you... You're an for sure. I'm interested in how she feels that she may have handled it wrong and how she thinks she would have handled it differently. Like, is it wrong because, damn, that therapist was right? Or is it wrong because the therapist was wrong? I just shouldn't have cussed out. <laughs> you know, I should have been more nice at my departure. I, I, I'm interested in how the mom thinks that would have gone differently otherwise. She said, okay, so... The OP offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole. I think I maybe was too harsh at first, and maybe I should have tried to hear her out. I think I may have let my anger get the best of me and got super defensive. May? May have? <laughs> Man, if you can't tell when you done went overboard with anger, you need counseling. <laughs> like, it's one thing to know, damn, I went overboard. But if you don't know that you went overboard and you're thinking you may have, but you definitely did, you you need counseling. Your daughter ain't the only one that need counseling. I wonder yeah, how yeah. old these people are, too. I told you. She's 43. Her daughter's 22. Okay, okay. I missed that part. Or it was just so far away. And yeah, was, it was at the very beginning. 22 and 43? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But I knew, I knew because you're your... <laughs> I know the topics of yours. Listen, I'm look. <laughs> when I said that if your child invites you to therapy and it's a 75% to 25%, 75, it may be a trap, 25, you good. That's for 18 and under. If your child is grown and they invite you to counseling, 100% <laughs> trap. 100%. <laughs> I promise you they ain't bring you there to give you no parenting of the year fucking award. Okay? That's not what they doing. No, they're not. Um, um, let me go back because Colin sent us another email earlier this week. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, and I forgot about that one. 
But here we go. Episode 272.1, Meaty Lies. You know. <laughs> Thank you for that, Colin. <laughs> Keeping the meat positivity alive. I'm what not. is good, y'all? I have a more full note later, but I came across this Instagram post and hope that y'all get uh, get some reactions from y'all to these lies. Mm. What was that? I just lied. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. yeah um, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be some bullshit. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what it's doing. I'm going to have to go to shit on my phone. What happened? Oh no, my my damn internet froze when I clicked the link. Oh. All right, I'm going on my phone. Ladies, what is the worst lie you have heard come out of a man's mouth? Apparently, men are very creative with their lies. Do you have one? Do you have an experience? With men lying, yes, men. Like I said, my old thing always be like, "You really insulting my intelligence," kind of shit. But go ahead, and I'll, I'll do mine last. Okay. Found a bra in his suitcase, and he said it's from when he was fat years back. He said he had saggy titties and kept it to remind him how far he's come with his weight loss journey. You carry a bra around with you in your suitcase when you travel to remind yourself. Think about like this is this is a uh, this is a short bus lie. <laughs> This ain't even a reasonable lie. But they don't be... Re- the thing about... Men think that it be the end all. Like, men really think, like, this one gonna kill it. Like, it don't be, though. It's always stupid. But this is the reason why. Because men, especially these men that would tell these kind of lies, they genuinely think women are stupid. Yes, you would have to. Wouldn't we They have think to be- women are stupid. <laughs> the fuck? You carry a bra around with you to remind... Goodbye. Like, dudes who tell good lies at least believe women are smart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like these lies, this lie, not a smart lie. Let's let's see about the next one. This one time I got discharged from the hospital early. I walked in on him smashing another chick. I was still weak, so I passed out. I woke up in our bed. When I confronted him, he said it was probably a bad dream I had from falling. You put me in the bed that you was fucking this girl. Like, I would tow all of that shit up. Everything in the house. Fuck you. Oh my. <laughs> uh, another terrible lie. He think women are stupid. Like, that's on a higher level. He think women are really stupid. He left some evidence in that place. Jesus. This the beginning of, uh, what's the movie with Martin Lawrence and, um. Thin line between love and hate. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose, yes. You seen that before? Mm-hmm. Well, the white dude walked in and thought his wife was banging somebody else, but and he went on this whole crime spree with Martin, and it turned out that his it was his uh wife's sister in law and yeah. a dude. Yeah. Um, but you know, that also happened to the, the dude the actor that played that, that happened to his ass in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, Andy. Andy's <laughs> life in Shawshank was terrible. <laughs> he, he found his wife cheating, thought about shooting him, didn't, and then went to jail for life. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> and he had a terrible time in jail. Yeah. Well, his his uh, life with relationships ain't really been the best. Yeah. 
he told the other girl, I only lived with him because I was homeless. And she followed up by saying, it was my house. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Terrible lie. He think women are stupid. He think two women are stupid. <sighs> so he's even worse. I found a condom wrapper near his bed, which we didn't use, and he said it was a ghost. <laughs> you see how stupid, like, you ain't even trying at this point. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe this, this is a crystal mommy and a crystal poppy. <laughs> maybe that's what they are. Maybe that's why they like spirits and ghosts. But I feel like if he was, he would have said anything but ghost. People who who in the crystals and spirits and stuff, they don't say ghost. <laughs> they never say ghost. I think ghost is just too stereotypical or it's been refashioned to mean one thing rather than what it could mean. So, yeah, And they believe like it's a spirit, like it's because of their beliefs in it too. Like ghost doesn't really describe like a spirit is supposed to be like this leftover thing from a person and the ghost just don't get, it don't have that connotation to it. I think that's another reason why they don't like using it. But like that shit is dumb. Like again, you ain't even trying like, the disrespect. Yeah, it ain't no way to fix this one. It ain't no, no way to fix this one. That one's dead. The only way you can fix it is if you still got the condom. <laughs> then you can say some shit like, I saw a video of this woman who rolled a condom down her hand and I wanted to see if that shit worked. And it do. <laughs> <laughs> you could have did some shit like that. But when the condom gone, it's a wrap. Threw that away. Now she looking in the trash cans, brother. <laughs> and we know you're not smart enough to have known that you need to get the condom out of the house. Nope. You're not that smart. Nope. All the windows were busted out at his house, and when I asked him what happened, he said he was in a shootout. <laughs> you was. She what? followed up by saying, I bust his windows out. He said she did it? Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, she knew it was a lie. <laughs> Like that's the I know for sure I didn't do it, bitch. Like <laughs> that's not gonna convince me when it's like it's so stupid. It's so stupid. My friend said she found a pregnancy test, but it was negative. Then her boyfriend said it was his. He wanted to see if it works on males too. <laughs> I mean this is either a stupid lie or a very, very stupid dude that would try this. Either way, let him go, sis. Like, I feel like Troy let from Community, go. like Troy from Community, Child is going to be no cater from Community. He may do some shit like that. Either way, sis, just let him go. Oh, absolutely let him go. He's stupid. <laughs> either way. Or he believe you stupid in one way and he's stupid the other way. He showed up at my house in the middle of the night wearing a white tux with a pink bow tie. He said he was coming from his cousin's reception. Later, I found out he was the groom. <laughs> you got married and you came to see me on your wedding night. <laughs> what? Well, why his wife? Why he was? Why was he able to get away in this time? Oh my god! This is like this ain't even liar. This ain't even liar material. This is devious material. Like, this ain't even a lie. This is just like a scumbag. <laughs> Carl Winslow would say a scum bucket. Yeah. Scum bucket. <laughs> That's a different level. 
I found an eyelash extension on his pillow. When I asked about it, he said that's a part of an insect and it flew in through his bedroom window. Boy, women know what a goddamn... <laughs> we know better than y'all know what an eyelash look like. like <laughs> just stupid. And you think I'm stupid. Like I said, it's something my intelligence is going to get me madder than anything else, period. Like, you really fucking think that I'm stupid enough to believe this. Like, how dare you? How dare you? Damn. Well, thanks for that thread, Colin. Oh, so let me give you mine. So the stupidest lie that I would say um, that I was told. So I've talked about my, the longest whatever relationship situation shit whatever fuck that i was in and that it ended he got somebody pregnant but i've never said what he told me about it okay first of all he didn't say nothing about her being pregnant i found out because i like walked i just happened to see her out um and see that she was like seven months pregnant so when i asked him about it you know first he wasn't even he was like why you say that which again don't do that like if i'm asking you it's because i fucking know um, and then <laughs> what his explanation for how she ended up pregnant by him, okay, was that he got really drunk and she took advantage of him and she ended up pregnant from that encounter. Mm. That's terrible. And I... <laughs> This man used sexual assault as the reason that a woman is pregnant. Yes, he did. When I tell you I lost, because this had been a common conversation between us. Like, you're not smarter than me by any means. Like, honestly, by anyone's measuring stick, you're pretty fucking stupid, just in general. Like, he wasn't smart, you know. He, I wasn't with him because of his intellect. All right. And so it always like angered me so bad because he was horrible, like at coming up with reasons for the shit that he was doing. Like when you would ask him and he would tell you, I would just look at him like. (laughs) You're not smarter than me, please. Like at this point, come on. So, yeah, he said that he uh, now, first of all. She was living with him and he would never admit to this. Um, and so I'm like, how was she even in your house for this to happen? And he was like, well, she she needed somewhere to stay. And I, I didn't want to be in the house with her. So I left and went out and I had some drinks and came back and she took advantage of me. And then she, you know, she ended up pregnant. And I, I don't even know if it's my baby or not. Damn. Lost it. I lost my shit on. <laughs> I didn't hit it, but like I, he was all kind of dumb motherfucker. Like, I unleashed all of the insults that I kept back because I, I didn't want to like, you know, you go too far. I was done. So I was like, I'm going to just tell him all, all of how he's stupid and the stupidest person on the planet. Um, but yeah, niggas will just like, I don't know. I don't know if it's, you know, I think some of them genuinely do think women are that dumb. You got to, right? You have to. You have to think that women are dumb. 
Or they that ho- they're that desperate for a solution and they just not good with coming up with shit on the spot. I mean, but God oof. Like imagine walking in the house with a flower for your girl. You just you got some fresh cheating in the day before. You're feeling good because you're sexed up by one woman. Your other woman finna sex you up. You don't know you walk in the house and she holding a condom wrapper in her hand when you walk in the door. <laughs> like, you got to be, you got to have a comedian's level of snapback to be able to come up with some real shit that's going to accommodate what just, what's happening right now. Because uh, if you do that shit right there too much, <laughs> you're lying. You got to come up with something. You know, he had seven months. Like, I don't know. I think I truly think that he thought he was really just going to be able to just hide this shit. And just I would never know. Because, again, she was pregnant, pregnant by the time I like ran across her and found out about it. So I think he just really thought he was just not going to have to say nothing. Mm. I was going to tell you, I was just trying to figure out how you was always going to tell somebody when you get caught. (laughs) Exactly. You weren't finna tell me shit. Like, be honest. Look, like, to be honest, I wasn't gonna. I was hoping I couldn't find you. Know, wouldn't find that shit out. That's what I was hoping. <laughs> but you know, found out. And I fucked up. Now, what's up? Where we at? Yep. I respect that a whole lot more than like you. She sexually assaulted you, nigga. Okay. With your lying ass. All right. Sure. All right. Sure. I got. I got one. Okay. I knew my husband long before he thinks I did. Oh, that's creepy. Oh. I have to I have to take this secret to my grave. It will ruin my marriage. Uh. Long story short, there was a girl I went to high school with who was and continues to be a thorn in my side. Friends and others have said it's jealousy, but either way, she has this obsession with me and has tried to mess up big important things in my life multiple times. Not to mention this girl is just not a good person in general. Always lying, using and manipulating people, going after men for their money and status just to cheat and abuse them. Normally, I'm not a petty person, but I got to the point that I had enough. I recently heard she was in a relationship with a really great guy who she was, of course, cheating on like she does with every other guy she's been with. People had warned him, but he wouldn't believe anyone. So I decided to make a fake IG account pretending to be an attractive guy and the type she'd usually go after. I messaged her and almost immediately heard back. We talked and flirted back and forth a few days so I can get her guard down. Then I asked if she was single and if she'd like to go on a date. She said yes, and we made plans for the date. Then I ghosted her, took screenshots of the conversation, and sent it to her boyfriend. I kept an eye on her social media to see if uh, trying to see what was happening, and somehow she convinced her boyfriend not to leave her. I also continued to see how nice and in love her boyfriend seemed to be. I felt so bad for him. I couldn't get over the feeling of being upset that someone seemingly so great was getting used, manipulated, and cheated on. And she didn't deserve him in the slightest. So over the next few months, I decided to make some more fake social media accounts pretending to be different people saying they heard or saw her with another guy. I even made up some extravagant story about what I'd heard another guy say she was really into. A couple weeks after sending him my story, they broke up. I heard that he left her because of her cheating. I felt that I'd accomplished my goal and went on my merry way. Fast forward a couple of years and her ex-boyfriend and I ran into each other at the Walgreens of all places. He initiated the conversation. I pretended like I had no idea who he was. We talked some and he asked for my number. His ex obviously ended up coming in on the conversation and I told him I knew her and the issues that she's tried causing my life. Also, I ended up finding out that he left her because people kept telling him she was cheating and because he ended up finding out she was indeed cheating on him. The guy who I made the elaborate story about was the one she was really cheating on him with. 
I, of course, left out the part that a, a few of those people messaging him was actually me and that those times he was thinking that he was talking to random people, he was actually talking to me. We've been married for two years now, and my sweet, amazing husband still has no idea that I knew who he was and talked had talked to him several times before we met, and he has no idea that it's probably largely due to me that he's not with her anymore. If it weren't for me and my BS fake profile messages, he probably wouldn't have gotten skeptical enough to check into what his girlfriend was doing and wouldn't have found out she was really cheating on him. And now I have the man of my dreams. But I can never admit these things to him because, honestly, it's a huge thing to him, and he definitely think I'm crazy. He would not He would, without a doubt divorce me, and what I did would come out to everyone else, and everyone would think I'm a crazy person, too. So, yeah, I had to get this out somewhere since I'll never be able to speak it out loud to someone in real life. Now I'm just scared if I get my wisdom teeth out or go into some kind of mess, I'll become a blabbermouth and spill. Hold on, I lost my place. Um, damn. Oh, and spill the my life-altering secret. I will live in some sort of guilt and anxiety about this for the rest of my life. <laughs> the amount of justification at the beginning, like all in my head, I just see just justifying, justifying. And I, before I even knew what the fuck shit was, she's a horrible person. She's done all like you just justifying what's to come. Is all I heard at the beginning of that. Um, that is fucking awful. <laughs> you catfished him into breaking up with this girl. <laughs> And it sounds like she wants to make it seem like she was just doing this for the good of him. But you hated that bitch. I don't think that that was so much about him as it was about her. Because that's a lot. Oh, you did so much. Oh, that's that's weird. That's a little much. Even for me, and I'll stalk a nigga like, you know, I'm going to find out everything I need to know. But that's niggas I'm dating. Like, I'm not going to see somebody that's dating somebody else that I have no connection to and go out of my way. Like, what? Why would I do that? Like. <laughs> Man. That is so crazy. <laughs> so what if you found out that your boyfriend, husband at whatever point manipulated their way into your life it's a problem we gonna have a problem like what level of manipulation is it this level of manipulation uh not quite this level of manipulation but enough maybe he knew that you was gonna be where you was when y'all met and he looked up some stuff and knew what to talk about on the first day and no that that's not that's not creepy to me that's kind of like okay you know he uh he was really determined to make this go well. Um that I wouldn't like I mean I still be like you did a lot, but I don't think that, that that would be like you're weird and I don't this is uncomfortable now. But what she did that's fucking weird. It's weird, but would it be enough for you to say even though this is the person of your dreams, I can't be with you no more because of this. Like I mean, you, the, it's the person of your dream. It's the ideal relationship. I mean, you know, I'm not the person to ask about that. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I could walk away, but it's the level of deception because she's still that person, right? She's still capable of that. And so it's like, are you going to use that against me at some point? <laughs> like, you did a lot. And, and like, you didn't let this 
end on his own. Like you didn't let him just come to his own. Because he would have eventually. Like I said, I don't think it was so much about him as it was sticking it to her. You didn't even know him. Like you, you, he, you heard he was a good guy and all of this shit, but like you didn't know him to put that level of effort <laughs> into that. Like that's weird. That's fucking weird, man. I yeah. That's too much. Like, and like I said, you gonna use this power for evil at some point? Yeah, I know. Because as soon as the relationship start going bad, and he come home late one day. Like, what you gonna, like, you capable of a lot? Now that I see. <laughs> or if she want to know if he willing to cheat, she might start making profiles and try to come at him. Like, that's weird, man. That's a lot of, that's a lot. I don't know if I, nobody did, bro. <laughs> nobody. I don't know, man. That seems like a lot. If somebody manipulated me into the best situation I've ever been in, I feel like I'd be all right with it. I mean, I wouldn't want to know, but if I found out, I'd be like, I mean, we in a good place. There's some good shit. Right now, but this person is that level of manipulative, and you didn't know that before. Like, I wouldn't be able to not think about that aspect. Like, God damn, you are devious as fuck. <laughs> like, that, and like I said, I would be concerned about, like, you ain't did, they've been married for like two years. Like, so nothing, if nothing's happened, I would be concerned like, if we had like a bad spot. What is that gonna look like? <laughs> like, what you gonna do? Mm-mm. That's weird, man. I don't know. I don't know how I would respond to that, but it would not be favorable. I'm not gonna say I would leave, but like, I'm definitely gonna be side eyeing you. Like, I'm. I, that's gonna change how I view you for sure. I don't. I don't know about like leaving, but mm. I don't know that I wouldn't. Yes, yeah, tough situation. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I just want to do this one because I feel like <laughs> we talked about this before. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I don't like the way our baby looks? Mm. Babies look weird. I don't. He's 22. She's 23. Uh, my girlfriend gave birth to our daughter yesterday and she fresh. She probably don't look good. The baby was ugly, to be perfectly candid. She's mine, and I love her, but she was not a pretty baby. My girlfriend and I were casually chatting before bed, and I brought this up, telling telling our daughter, telling her our daughter wasn't exactly easy on the eyes. <laughs> she was upset, which I find odd. I didn't mean to hurt her feelings. I was just telling her how I felt about our kid. Truth be told, the baby is interracial, half Han Chinese, half Punjabi, so it was always a possibility that a potential child would be kind of goofy looking. I don't think she had to be offended. Not every child can be cute. My girlfriend hasn't spoken to me since, however, and I don't know what to do. Uh, he put in an edit. I didn't straight up say our child was ugly. It was more like hoping she grows into her face. She isn't exactly winning any beauty pageants right now. And the chuckling after, it was said jokingly. I didn't think it was going to offend her. <laughs> well, she just had a baby. And Hormone. That's not the time. <laughs> like, come on, man. If you ever been in a pool and you get out of the pool and you look at your finger and see it all squished up, imagine being in the pool for nine months. <laughs> motherfucker. Like, yeah, your baby gonna look weird, okay? 
But nobody, I guess, so I, cause I can't, I can't weigh in on this because I've always said like, I feel like babies look weird and I don't think that I'm going to think my baby's different. Like, I think they grow, they got to grow into themselves. They just look weird when they come out. They, they've been in liquid for months. Like, so they look weird to me. Like, and I feel like I would think my own baby looked weird. Does that mean I don't love them? No. Does that mean that I think they're ugly? I just think babies look weird. Newborns? And she was just born like yesterday. I'm sure she do look weird. <laughs> she do got to grow into her face. But you got to know your audience. You know, I feel like anybody that had a baby with me would know that. I would like laugh back with them about that. Like, I feel like they know like Jen's not, Red's not going to get upset about that. Right. But you got to know your audience. Like, I feel like he knew, he should know his, I think his wife, girl, his girlfriend, he should know her well enough to know that she wasn't going to be with that shit. And she just had the baby and women like are flooded with hormones. So, you know, she's going to be more emotional about things right now. Having just had a baby yesterday. So. But I don't think I would, I don't think I feel no kind of way because I probably would be the one bringing it up. Like, he look kind of weird, don't he? <laughs> Hope he gonna grow into this shit. He look, he's so wrinkly. Like, I just, I don't know. And maybe I'll feel differently. Maybe the Pitocin raging through my body at the time of giving birth is gonna make me think it's the most beautiful thing on the planet Earth. I don't know. But sitting right here right now, I feel like babies look like weird. I don't know about salamanders, which is what you always say, but they look they weird do. for sure. Yeah, they, you, they got little, little, you can just see through them. <laughs> you can see through them. They're like fucking translucent little motherfuckers. <laughs> see through their skin. It ain't got no melanin. They nothing yet. They, they come out, you know, nothing solidified. You know, they're just a bunch of mush when they first, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, your expect, you got to taper your expectations. Like, I'm not going to expect a Gerber baby right out the womb, right? You got to grow into that shit. Yeah. But again, somebody that just gave a baby is going to be a lot more sensitive to things like that. So I, I don't know that that was the time for him to even be like, just keep it to yourself, bro. <laughs> Unless you know that she the kind of person who would laugh with you about this, just keep it to yourself. You got to be sure. That's like, don't go on up. You don't go up to a woman and say, when the baby do, Unless you know for sure she's fucking pregnant. Same thing. Same thing. I feel like it operates the same. Gotcha. Yeah. Give babies time to be ugly, man. <laughs> and then let them come out of it. No baby gonna look like a goddamn. I don't know what this nigga think baby's supposed to look like. But that's just more man shit. <laughs> you gotta read. You gotta know your woman, bro. Read the room. You knew your goddamn woman was going to either like or not like that joke. And you fucked up. Yep. And then this is the last one. Just because uh, this sounds a little like me. He's 23. Uh, He said, I have a problem losing interest and getting bored in relationships. I've been in two long-term relationships my whole life. I don't know why I get like this, but usually once me and my partner get comfortable with each other, I almost lose complete interest in them. I've always lured, I've always been lured by more attractive women and end up comparing my current girl. Oh, no, this don't sound like me. Uh, the, the title sounded like me. Uh, compare my current girlfriend with, random, with a random girl I saw. Does this stop happening at some point? It seems like I get completely turned off by them past a certain point, even though... Every aspect of the relationship is great. 
I've also been very compatible with them. So I know this fault is something I have to address if I ever hope to be successful in a relationship. Nigga, what? <laughs> That's. So you only lose interest because you start seeing uh, more attractive people and then that makes you not be any like attracted to the person you're with anymore. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. I missed the first part of that. He's been in two long-term relationships, but he doesn't know why. Once him and his partner get comfortable, he all, he uh, almost loses complete interest in them. Mm. He said he's, he's always been lured by more attractive women and end up comparing his current girlfriend with random women that he sees. Trauma response. Commitment issues. Somebody said maybe try therapy. Sounds like you have the grass is greener on the other side complex. Yeah, something wrong with him. <laughs> the boy's sick. <laughs> he needs some help. Like the commitment issues. I mean, when you committed somebody, you choose to stay with that person. Mm-hmm. You choose to be with that person. You know, are there other fine women out there? Absolutely. Look there at will them. always be that. Like no look matter who them. you with, you can find somebody that look better. Look at them, walk away, and get back to your fucking relationship. You know, but the idea that you can't stick with the relationship because other people exist means you got commitment issues. Yeah. With your punk ass. <laughs> I hope you're at least leaving these women reasonably. Probably not. Hope you ain't ghosting them. Probably just ghosting them. Yeah, I feel like he's 23. Probably so. He probably ghosting them. Mm -hmm. That's some young shit. Did you have any? Did you have any? The one I read just is that's it. Oh, okay. Well, if y'all find any that you want us to talk about, you can send them to conversationconartists at gmail.com. I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about Kanye, but I want to talk about an aspect of this that's been like eating me. And I just want to like, it's so stupid. There are a lot of men who have had their own custody situations that are like, Kanye just want to see his kids. Kanye just emotional because he ain't being allowed to see his kids. First of all, I don't know even where they're getting that from because Kanye does get to see his kids. And that ain't even been like his main thing. You know, I don't think that y'all want to try to turn him into the patron, uh, patron saint of I don't get to see my kids. Like he ain't the dude that you want to use for this. Um, it irritates me. Like Kanye's mental health issues get excused so fucking much, and it annoys me. It makes me so angry. Like he's a musical genius. He just uh, misunderstood. He's just upset and angry. There are ways for you to express your anger and your upsetness. No, no, nobody like to go through no divorce. Don't nobody like to go through no custody shit. But at the end of the day, this is not doing him any favors. 
And y'all can feel how you want to feel about it and feel like this is just another man who fighting for his right for his kids that's going to get screwed over by the... You can feel that way if you want to, but what the fact of the matter is, Kanye is being harassing. He's making threats. He has been uh, attached to three fucking women since all of this began. And ain't Kim ain't said a goddamn thing to neither not the women or to him about dating these women as far as we know. And I feel like if she had said something, Kanye would have tweeted it. And posted screenshots of the shit. You upset at her at being with Pete Davidson. And that's been what your focus is. Like the kids are secondary, it seems to that. All of this horrific. Like, I just don't understand what, what these folks and then these little pick me ass women that are like, that's right. Because the fact of the matter is, are there situations where men get shafted in custody? Yes, it, it does happen. Is that one of these situations? Is this one of them situations? Nope. Nope, it's not. And I just don't understand the levels of people being like, well, you know, he just want to see his kid. No, he don't. Stop saying that. That's not what this is about. He does see his fucking kids. He posts shit all the time. Pictures with them taking them here and there and yonder. The whole birthday situation, they had agreed to have separate birthday parties, probably because this nigga's fucking crazy. So if you're going to have a separate birthday party, how are you going to complain about not coming to the one that she's having when y'all agreed to have separate parties? Like, Y'all, please stop with this. It just, it, it, and he gonna continue to do this. The same thing, the, the game made this long ass post. So, <laughs> did you see the tweets that DL Hughley made? <laughs> My God. I did. <laughs> don't come for a comedian. Like, they roast people for a living. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. That's what they do all day, every day. Um, But, Kanye made some comments about D.L. Hughley and Trevor Noah, which I was like, Trevor Noah. <laughs> and because of the comments he made about Trevor Noah, he got booted from the Grammys. And so the game made this long ass post about how likening this to Colin Kaepernick and all of these other people that have been mistreated. And it's like, these are consequences for Kanye's bad behavior. Like you... <laughs> are leaving out the fact that this is him doing fuck shit that he shouldn't have done. He made a turn to church song and changed it to coon something. That was what he was saying about Trevor Noah. He was making fun of D.L. Hughley clothes, but like it was the Trevor Noah shit that got him booted from the Grammys. I think it was not the shit he said about D.L. Hughley. But he'd been unstable for a while. Like people see that shit. He's unstable. Obviously. I just don't get it. This shit that boggles my mind. Every time I see people doing these long ass posts in defense of him, I'm just like, what are y'all looking at? What what are y'all seeing? What? I don't understand. Kanye West is a genius. <laughs> is he though? I don't think he, he took a test to determine <laughs> whether he was that he would. <laughs> I think people use the term genius very loosely. They they do. Especially if you're the smartest person at a thing that you're good at and that you do, that don't make you a genius. It makes you really smart at that thing. Even if you're the best person on earth about it, don't mean you're a genius. I he mean, you're good at making beats. 
But and that gives him such a leeway in all of these situations. And like, look, y'all know again, anybody who's listened to this show know I ain't no fan of the Kardashians, period. Okay, I never have been. I still am not. But me not being a fan of them does not mean that I cannot acknowledge when somebody is being harassed and treated unfairly. And now he making comments about white privilege and shit. Nigga, shut the fuck up. (laughs) When you were married to her before this shit went to how it is, it wasn't nothing about no white privilege. Shut up. Shut up. Shut it. (laughs) Be quiet. (laughs) Please don't. Like, I just... Dale Hughley comments were hilarious to me. <laughs> he said, Kanye, how bad do you have to be to make a Kardashian go to white men? Oh. My goddamn Dale. That shit crazy. <laughs> Dale, any comedian, like, not even just, like, comedians do that shit for a living. They, like, they roast people. They make money off the ability to do that in such a way that other people laugh even sometimes when it's some offensive shit it's still funny like that's what he does for a living and you gonna come in here trying to make jokes Kanye you're not a joke cracker it's not who you are (laughs) he came up straight making threats like I just don't get it like I you know the level to which people go to defend him and it ain't nobody, like, I think we've talked about this before, like, what, is there somebody that you have that you admire or like so much that you would turn the other eye when they, like, all of these, we've had this conversation time and time again when, like, celebrities do shit and they fan base have to make a decision about how they're going to respond to it, but I don't ever want to be such a fan of somebody that I just overlook this kind of, this level of bullshit, like, I don't give a fuck what kind of beats Kanye make. He a fuck nigga for what he's doing, period. Beat maker or not. <laughs> this shit is dumb to me. Like Them niggas be like, man, Heart of the City was pretty hard, goddamn. <laughs> Power? Flashing lights? <laughs> you know. I just don't get it. Like, and look, again, I, we live in the South. We're in, I'm in Alabama. And fathers do get shafted a lot of times in family court. They do. And so I'm not above admitting to that is an issue sometimes. This is not that, though. <laughs> like, this is not a situation where <laughs> you have a dad and a mom, and the mom is like much uh, obviously not the person that needs to be the primary caregiver because the level of issues or whatever, and just because she's the mom, the court's a favor. That's not what this is. Okay, that's, I don't. <laughs> and I don't understand people who are trying to turn that shit into that. Like, nigga, hush. <laughs> what are you talking about? And I'm not the kind of person that I don't like going back and forth with people on the internet. So when I see these posts, it enrages me. But like, I'm not finna because I feel like people who had who can't see this is problematic are not gonna like come over to the logical side of things because of a conversation with me. I don't feel like there's anything I'm going to say that's going to penetrate the fog of irrationality that you have to be encased in for you to not fucking see that this is clearly not okay. Like, ain't nothing I'm going to say. It ain't even no point. You obviously are beyond a logical conversation about this. I don't even try. Because mm. I don't want to get my blood pressure up. But y'all really need to stop with this shit. Like, I, I, you like his music? Cool. That's fine. You know, but like you don't don't act like what he's doing is not problematic, and this is not just a father fighting for his kids. Stop. No, not at all. Jesus. This outlandish. 
Very much so. I just, I, it makes me mad. <laughs> but DL's comments were funny. <laughs> Made me laugh. Yeah, DL always. I like DL now. Do DL. Yeah, he was, he's been problematic himself before, though. Let's be honest. He has yeah. had some problematic moments in his history as well. What he do? Um, huh? What he do? Um, and why would you ask me? I'm not gonna be able to remember. No, he cheated on his wife. He cheated on his wife, but there was a time when he was like, I don't know if it was when all the Me Too stuff. Like, there has been a time where like his views have been problematic and Mm. been an issue, but I can't remember specifically because it's been a while ago. But he has some stuff in his history that's problematic. And I can admit that. And also admit that what he said recently was fucking funny. Yeah. Not mutually exclusive. So. And, you know, I've been trying to figure out how to. Because he's been using voices in Kanye's head as an excuse to talk about, you know, some of the issues. Like referencing, well, some of the voices in your head that they be telling you to do something different. You know, but the reality is Kanye is saying that he ain't got no mental health issues. Yeah. You know, so who am I to say that he does and that DL is ridiculing him because of his mental health issues? But again, people just want to be seen as supporting Kanye. Don't understand. They want to support him. Don't understand. You know what? I just realized I had that. I had that same thing that Colin sent us tagged as one of my things. I just saw it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So I was planning on talking about that anyway. Um, Netflix is trying to catch people that share passwords, which I think is fuck shit. Yeah. I don't like that. And I'm a password share. Like, I I pay for Hulu, and so I share my Hulu shit with people. And in exchange, I get other things. (laughs) And we all get all the streaming services that way. That's how it should work. But they're now testing a fee for subscribers that share password with people outside of their household. And I just think that's some bum shit. Netflix, they're already raising the uh, price again. Um, Gas thing got so bad that Klarna is now allowing customers to purchase gas in installments that participate in gas stations. You want to know something about the gas prices? The corporations aren't willing to take losses. They are going to keep their profit margin where it is, and they're going to make the consumer pay for it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like a price spike. Like, this is intentional. But it's not just here. I think people in America, because we, I mean, Americans are so fucking, like, it is very difficult for the average American to see beyond their own nose into like world issues. It's like America all the time. Um, but gas is higher in other places outside of the United States. This is not an American problem. That's because they're communists and socialists. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a corporate issue regardless yeah it is overseas or over here yeah and it's disrespectful it's very disrespectful i you know i drive a prius and i've never been so glad 
<laughs> than I am right now because I hear my friends talking about $96 to fill up a tank and I'm just like, there's no fucking way. I would go nowhere that was not a necessity if I had to pay that amount of money in gas. Like, I wouldn't, y'all, I wouldn't go nowhere. I already don't go nowhere, but I would cut out all the other places. <laughs> Damn. 96? I get it. Fuck that. So, there's a swimmer named Leah Thomas. And Leah Thomas is a trans woman that is also a an Olympic level swimmer. And Leah has been in the news because Leah won. Leah won a NCAA championship. Now, Leah met all of the qualifications to be able to participate as a woman, which is, I think, like estrogen boosters and testosterone limiters. And basically for trans people, there are some things you can do to adjust to the competition that you're with. The reason I don't like this dialogue is because what especially the right is doing but just trans haters they're trying to make it seem like the worst male is still better than the best woman because they keep talking about how as a man she wasn't that good of an athlete yeah she was 462nd, which, if you research, can't nobody really find out where this number came from. But as a woman, they win first place, you know, and they just really making it clear that there is no intention to support trans athletes. Because, I mean, the reality is. That if everybody accepted this, maybe uh, sports will be carved out for trans athletes somehow. I feel like it's not the same on the men's side, though. You don't ever see this. You don't see trans men this being an issue in, in them participating in men's sport. Um, yeah, that's because trans women aren't winning. Trans no. women aren't competition. They're trans men. They're trans men. I mean, trans men aren't competition. They're not winning. As long as people don't have to think about trans people existing, they're okay. But when something like a trans person wins the NCAA championship, now you got to think about trans women. And that's when all of the hate come out. But why are trans men not winning? Why are trans men not winning? That, and that's my argument, like, because we're not having a conversation about creating a lane for trans athletes, we got a whole host of humans who want to participate in sports, who have these skills, and we're not willing to think about what it looks like to create a lane for them. So they are having to fit in these lanes where, okay, maybe the biological makeup of, of trans men keep them from being 
competition for biological, biological men. men and maybe trans women are just too much competition for biological women mm-hmm. but see because we're not willing to have that conversation about what it means to be trans which means accepting trans then this is what it is and instead of saying instead of these conversations being hey let's start this conversation about this new lane they use this to say that that's a man that's all this is about that's all this dialogue is about but do you think trans people like if they because like i feel like what would happen if there, it was a separate lane created then trans people are going to feel slighted by having to compete with other trans people because they feel like they are the gender that they transition to so do you think they would be willing to participate in a separate lane and not participate as a woman with other women or as a man with other men? I don't know. The, I don't know the answer. I feel I like know. a lot of them wouldn't. I feel like they would feel like that was discriminatory for them to have to have a separate competition. Well, one thing that trans people know is that they know they're not cis men and they know they're not cis women. Mm-hmm. They know that they're none of them are pretending that they are men or are women. But in a society where there is nothing but this binary that they only allow to exist, what are they supposed to say? The, the problem is the lack of our society to accept it and to figure out how to create new language and new lanes for it. Now, I don't know if that's the case. The new lane may just be figuring out new rules. The new lane may be having an offset. I don't know. It's for the trans community to decide that. But don't nobody want to hear the trans community because all they want to say is, hey, look at this trans woman beating all them biological women. That's a man. That's all they are trying to say with this rhetoric. Again, and we, again, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what Leah Thomas would say that the answer should be. But what they're trying to say with this rhetoric is that's a man. They're not saying, damn, we should try to figure out what to do with trans athletes. If the other biological women in this have a problem with it. But you know what? All the people that Leah competed with came out in support of Leah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's when it comes to, okay, well, we'll invalidate everybody in this profession because we just going to stay with the point that that's a man. What would have happened to them if they had came out and didn't say and wasn't supportive of her? Do you think that that would have been accepted by the trans community? Like, I no. feel like no, it, it would have been used. It would have been used by the people who are anti-trans as a reason why not only is they a man, but the people they compete with don't like it either. So if you're going to tell society that they are a woman and the, the women have a problem with it, then they, they will use that. That's what that would be. You know, and, and again, I don't think the support from those women is them saying that they are happy with the situation, you know, but it's them acknowledging, I think, that it ain't, ain't nobody allowing anything else to exist. If something else would exist, nobody's allowing that other thing to exist. Nobody's willing to have a conversation. You know, as a matter of fact, like Trump whole presidency was about erasing trans existence. 
He was remo removing rights from the LGBT community, kicked the trans people out of the military. Like, I wish a motherfucker would would have tried to bring me into the military after kicking out people that wanted to be in there. You know? That's what's happening. You know? Um, that moves me into... Uh, and again, when I was looking up this story, I can mostly only find this on the right. You know what I'm saying? Because... For liberals, it seems like just another day in the neighborhood. It's like once you've accepted that something exists, it is what it is. That's for the NCAA to figure out. If if the, the swimmers got a problem with it, and if they don't know what to do, they, they got to figure it out. Again, by the NCAA rules, if you're a trans athlete, you got to take some hormone therapy to get your testosterone and estrogens to levels that allow you to, to swim. And it's just problematic to me that the real answer to this is that Trans women always just have to lose. That's just what it is. If you're a trans woman, you just got to lose. You just can't make, you can't be first place. In order to be accepted and to be able to do the thing that you're doing, you got to pull your punches. Because people are saying, so that number that they give about her being 462nd as a man, can't nobody find that number nowhere. The way that that number has to exist is that they had to use some kind of practice time for that. And they had to compare that practice time to what place they would be in, which is where you get that number from. Because outside of competition, they don't have placements like that. You know, so so where did that come from? But if you go look at where Leah Thomas had been placing in competitions, they were 12th in the world. And this is the crazy part. This, this ain't the only trans athlete. This ain't the only trans woman. But they lose sometimes. <laughs> it's only a problem when they win. So as long as trans athletes are losing, specifically trans women, because you know this men ain't don't have this men. problem. It don't yeah. exist on the male side. Like men, cis men don't have to have these conversations. They don't. You know. And again, if you want to talk about what what the conversation in our society needs to be, as it pertains to how trans men have a significant enough biological difference from biological men to not really impact competition versus the other side then conversation need to be had but nobody's trying to have that competition all they want to do is say trans people we don't want to see you trans people we do not want to see you we don't want you here lou if you're gonna be around don't let me see you lose don't win because if you get first place we're going to roast you. And this takes me into legislation in Texas. Do you know anything about the Texas legislation? The Yeah, I've seen it. So Greg Abbott put in an order that identifies parents that support their trans children's transitions as child abuse and is enforcing the Child Protection Agency of the state to go after those parents and to remove those children from the homes. Do you know how crazy that is? Greg Abbott does a lot of extreme shit. He's because been in the everything he's been in the news for here recently has been this kind of shit. And like, first off, this ain't even about safety. It's really about cruelty. This is just a cruel measure 
to force parents into not supporting their children's transitions. What they want them parents to do is force their kids to get the haircut that aligns with their gender, wear the clothes that aligns for their biological gender, and that's what they want them to do. Because what's gonna happen when they take that child from that home, that child who may have been living as a, as a, as a trans individual for five, six, seven years, they're going to put them in a house and start putting them on clothes that goes along with their biological gender, going to cut their hair in a way that goes along with their biological gender. They're going to misgender them in that home. They're going to impact significantly and negatively to that child's existence. And they are using it to say that this is this is protecting children. No, it's protect, protecting um, transphobic right-wing ideologies about protecting the family and the reality of that family that they want to look is just a very binary man look like this woman look like this nothing in between and for the last part of this piece about trans the trans community um another article um that uh shogun shout out the government name podcast sent in the chat was talking about rachel levine she is the uh a four-star admiral admiral in united states public health service commission corps and is now uh, the united states assistant secretary for health who is a trans woman and it says that USA Today named Rachel Levine as Woman of the Year. And that's not quite accurate. They actually named 12 women as Woman of the Year. Um, the articles that they were putting up was just making it seem like they were the only person that was chosen. Was she just a cover person? I think everybody got a cover. It's 12 different women. So there's 12 Miles different there, gates in there. I would assume because you can't find a single solitary um woman of the year. I don't I mean I had seen the covers. I just on their website it just got these 12 women in the same ranks of being acknowledged as uh, women of the year. But the articles don't talk about the other women that were listed. Just talk about um Rachel Levin. And, and you know, it is what it is. People going to have their perspectives on trans existence. The issue that I have with how they make these articles is one, they put a picture of them as um, as their old selves, as a man. Especially Rachel Levin. Then they put the most unflattering picture as a trans woman that they can find which really is done just so people can aesthetically try to identify them as close to man as possible. And I just don't like, I don't like the strategy, man. The reality is the world is changing. The world is changing and it's changing in ways that men and men in power and uh, people in certain people in politics don't like. And the term conservative means to conserve. They want this shit to be what they thought it was going to be in their head. They don't want men dressing like women. They don't want 
men identifying as women, women identifying as men. They don't want people on the gender spectrum, non-binary to be talking. They don't want different sexualities to be emerging. They are creating legislation to, to keep it from happening. They are misgendering people because they ain't willing to accept the changes. They are essentially the social counterpart of the old man that's like, no, this eight track good. I don't need no CD player. This eight track, it worked just fine. No, I ain't getting no new TV. It got this TV got good picture on it. What I'm gonna change TV for? That's what the conservative party and the conservative movement is doing. We had this conversation before. If somebody want me to call them something different, I will. I really don't care. Something that helps them be who they're trying to be, and it don't hurt me, then I'll do it. I, That's you know, how I became popsicle unicorn. It's exactly how you became popsicle unicorn. You know, but there's a whole bunch of people out here saying she ain't no damn popsicle. She don't got no stick inside of her. Hell, what I'm gonna call her a popsicle unicorn for if she ain't if she can't melt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That like that's what people are saying. Like, oh, that's a biological woman. They came out a woman, and so I'm gonna call them a woman. You know, not willing to accept that gender is a spectrum, not willing to accept that uh, different types of expressions of sexuality um, show up in different uh, animal populations. Not to mention that, like, uh, trans and bi and LGBT has existed in so many other civilizations before Christianity showed up. There have been words in a lot of other civilizations for trans people. You know, like in one in one culture, people who were trans were believed to have a foot in the human world and also a foot in the spiritual world. In a lot of cultures, it was a revered position where they looked at it as, damn, this person has something they transcended what we are. But here come along Christianity and it's creating this super fucking rigid way that we supposed to exist as humans. And I don't like it. I don't like it. If you, if, if, if Rachel want to be, she heard them, they, I will call them that. I got to adjust to it. It may be hard, but I'm going to call them what they want to be called. The level of ego, pride, and fucking entitlement you got to have to be like, no, I'm not going to call somebody something that they want to be called because of me, because of how I see this thing. That's just, to me, another level of selfish that I don't fuck with. You're entitled to do it. You're entitled to have that opinion and those thoughts. But it's completely and utterly invalidating. And a big part of this, this is why our society stay wound up in the shit we in. Because there's so many people that act like this and think like this that your friends and your kids and the people around you who have these existences hide it until they're ready to commit suicide. They hide it until they can't take life no more. Because the trans suicide rate is fucking high. And that's because we're allowing it to be. And the, the crazy part is... I think there are people that sit in their house having pillow talk with their wives saying, I wish all them trans people would just kill themselves. Is somebody saying some shit like that? 
I just can't fuck with that kind of mentality. The world we got is changing, man. It's going to continue to change, and that's just what it is. My bad for the rant, as long as it was, but, you know. Um, In this week's episode of Fuck Them Kids, um, so there was a student in Texas that took a whole desk and hit a substitute with it. He was severely injured, which is why I would not be. You couldn't pay me enough to volunteer to be a fucking substitute. Oh, these kids? No. Nope. Nobody, nope. So they wrote an apology because they've been they've gotten into trouble. Um, the student wrote this long ass thing. Hello, my name is Torin. Before any more negative comments come out upon this post, hear me out. I'm not going to state what happened because of multiple reasons. I respect the school and district. But I will say I, Torin, wouldn't throw a chair at anybody for no reason. I'm the student that is floating around the Internet. I knew much better not to do it. Please understand me carefully. I've suffered from bipolar disorder and ADHD. At the moment of the situation, I tried walking away. I got alerted by students, or as I say, my peers, that the sub stated something rudely about my mother. I then displayed the action only because of built up anger. I knew I could have controlled it and held myself accountable, but understand me. At a certain point of time, everyone has to, re- has to remember we are all humans. Not everybody think out what's going to happen next in an upset situation. My actions as a student slash minor was totally not acceptable. I'm telling my side because I was wrong and shouldn't have did the things I did. I care honestly about that man. That particular commentary uh, just showed another side of him. This also isn't his first time, but as I say, I apologize for the disrespect I displayed March 9th, 2022 to an elderly man. I accept every consequence that comes my way. I apologize to the public. You had to see that. I apologize to the students who had to witness that. I apologize to my district who has to see this surface. Most of all, I apologize to Mr. Larry Brumfield. Uh, I did that. I hate I did it and I regret it. I don't regret it just because of the consequences, but it just isn't who I am. Let alone, DeSoto is a great ISD. Please don't let that video discredit them. My actions, my fault. Nothing to do with the school, teachers, staff, or district. Sincerely, Torn. Torn, fuck you. <laughs> that Bruh. was not very apologetic. You, you, I, and I, you know, saying I'm sorry, it, it doesn't fix things automatically. Like this, the words, I'm sorry, are just that. They words. You cannot say I'm sorry and then justify all of these things where he said this about me. You threw a, a whole fucking desk at this man. And then you, I got ADHD and bipolar. Like, it's just the justification for me. Like, all of these are the reasons why I did what I did, but I'm sorry. And I would never. But you did. You can't say I would never do that. You did do that, Tor. <laughs> you mean? Like, I'm sorry is words. That's words. It don't fix it. It don't it don't help him with his concussion. Like he was in the hot they had to call paramedics for him. Like he was hurt. <laughs> I mean, you know, kids be tripping, man. <laughs> There's no way I would be a teacher. 
that kid said, I'm ready to accept all the consequences, then they should get him some good-ass consequences. Yeah. They should get him a healthy-ass set of consequences for that shit. Don't let that little motherfucker run around here like he crazy. I got ADHD and bipolar. I seen the video. That nigga's 73 years old. Yep. That's old as hell to be throwing a chair at that man. God damn. But that's if you believe, like, you have a level of, of respect for elderly people. If you don't, then that's just a nigga who said something about my mama. Anybody can get this chair. <laughs> he probably said some shit, too. He probably did. Look, this kid, I, he probably did. He probably got to a point with Torin where he was like, fuck you and your mama, Torin. <laughs> you little little rascal, that's why your mama got the old flappy vagina. <laughs> can't be I talking would... about, you can't be talking about folks' parents, man, not kids. You don't know what they got going on, man. Don't talk about kids' parents. Don't talk about kids' parents. Well, and I mean, look, I had these kids, these are these children are different. I had a situation where I witnessed a parent about to jump on another child because that child was bullying her child and the school didn't do anything about it. So the mama was like, I'm a fucker up. That's <laughs> like, you can't do that. You can't you can't jump on this child. You 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 can't you can't box out a thirteen year old. Like, you can't do that. I mean, you can do that. You're going to go to jail. And your kid's still going to be being bullied. I don't know how that's going to help the situation. This ain't it. This ain't the way. But the kid was like, bro, bring it on. Like, the kid didn't give a fuck. Like, I, the kid was going to fight the adult. I mean, the kid might have whooped the adult's ass. I um, Weight wise, I don't see it. This was a small ass little thirteen year old. This is not Bruh, like some of these kids be. Listen. I know she still might have hands, but I don't know. I she just seemed like one of them kids that run her mouth a lot. I I think she would have got drugged. I I think the mom would have drugged her. Yeah, probably would have grabbed her by her hair and then dragged her. And she had one of them long ass ponytails too. Yeah, that's how big women be doing. <laughs> Unless the, you pull the ponytail and it ain't nothing but yeah, then she can she might be able to throw hand in. I I think that the mom would have probably got a got the best of her. Um, thankfully they didn't actually fight, but the mama was finna give her give her them hands. She was, and I you know I get the frustration when you you try to go about it the correct way and you feel like your child's still being victimized. That's the only option you got though. Fight the kid. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. The only option you got is going about it the right way. Oh. <laughs> oh, not fighting the kid. Don't fight the kid. Don't hit a kid because you're going to get your children removed from the house. That's how that <laughs> shit works. You're going to punch a kid and then the system look at it like, oh, you punch kids. You might punch your kids. So we're going to take your kids. Yep. So don't do that. What you don't. should do is you should find out where that kid live and then go to their house one night after you know, after dinner time, and then box their parents, goddamn, fuck them up in front of them kids. Hey, I just want to let you know that um, I don't hit children, even though your child deserves to be punched in the face. But I'm gonna put these hands on your ass, and then just motherfucker, where your child? They don't want to see this shit. I'm Jaleel, mama. You bring your ass around my daughter again, this shit gonna be worse. I'm gonna have a rock in my hand at your mama head, nigga. 
Go ass down and then leave. That's you got. See, if you're gonna go to some drastic measures, don't go hit some kids. Go box their parents in front of them. And if you really, you really want to, you're gonna have to do some research for this. But wait until the child child is walking home from school and the parents out there waiting for the children while they with other kids. Then you do that shit. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be sure you're gonna win. You're gonna make it worse for your child if you get your ass beat by their parent. <laughs> Cause now, now you gonna get bullied by their parent, and they gonna get bullied. Your child gonna get bullied by their kid. You need some brass knuckles or something. You need to make sure this shit gonna curve in your direction. Hit them with that Dale fucking um, pocket sand. Fuck their eyes up for a second and get your licks in. Uh, 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 uh. They gotta be good licks. You gotta be a hitter. If you ain't, then you gonna fuck up. Fuck up your life. Yeah, yeah. Don't hit kids. Be child abuse, even if it ain't your kid. You know, the police ain't going to say, oh, damn, you were protecting your child. No, they're going to say, you are a grown-up and you hit a little person. You should have known better than to attack a, a child. You yeah. should have known better. You need adult in the situation, so that's... But, yeah, no, but these kids are something different. They're something different, so... Fuck touring and all of that. That Again, sorry does not uh, just make shit go away. So, Deshaun... What's the nigga's last name? Deshaun Watson. Uh... Colin mentioned Deshaun Watson at the beginning of this situation. Uh, Deshaun Watson is an NFL player that was playing for the Houston. I don't know what the team name is. It Texans still? Houston Texans. I don't. In my head, I was trying to think. Say Titans, but Houston Texans. And wait, that's the name. That is the stupidest fucking Houston Texans. Hold on, let me see. Houston T word Texans. Yeah, the Houston Texans. That is a terrible team name. It's like the AUM Senators. That's a terrible team name too. And I, I know. To I'm just saying team. it's terrible. That's <laughs> who we went to, y'all. We went to AUM. It was the AUM Senators. Yes, Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's the most southern <laughs> shit. Fighting the congressman, goddamn. <laughs> so. What happened? This man got 22 uh, sexual assault charges for inappropriately touching women with his penis during massage therapy sessions. <laughs> it says that he forced two women to perform or- oral sex, ejaculated on three women, and in front of three others, groped four women and kissed another woman unprompted upon arrival for a massage appointment. I don't and know why his penis made me laugh because I'm five, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, you're fine. So, what happened is he wasn't charged for any of those things. And as soon as he wasn't charged for any of those things, the Texans traded him to the Browns and gave him like a $200 million contract. Of course they did. And it's really looking like, you know, what Colin was referring to is the NFL don't give a fuck about no. people. <laughs> they just give a fuck about the dollar. 22 people and you know i guess the more value you hold to a corporation or a company or something an entity as big as the nfl the more you're going to be allowed to get away with that's just what it is like it's not fair but that's what it is that's you know because the nfl is full of players doing fuck shit from domestic violence to all kind of shit that they just they just allowed to do 
and still get paid millions of dollars. It's full of that. This is not the first situation, and it shall not be the last. Well, you know, I don't know, man. It's, Why was he massaging people? He was the massagee. Oh, he was getting massage. Oh, that's so. See. He had 18, 18 other massage therapists came out and in support. Um, but just because he didn't pull his meat out on you don't mean he ain't pulling his meat out on nobody. Maybe you know, he didn't find you a trick. I mean, like, not to be like that, but, like, it might have been a reason <laughs> during those situations that he didn't do it. But I just, whatever, you know. It's the NFL. I don't know why. Like, I, I've just learned to taper my expectations until the world becomes the world that I would like to see. I taper my expectations. So when I hear shit like this, it's just like, oh, the NFL did that? Yeah, sure they did. <laughs> of course they did. Makes sense. Checks out. Wait. Uh, but the NFL is uh, it's just a it's just an organization that is full of people who have their own self motivated goals. And situations like this just showcase how much they're willing to, to allow a person to get away get away with. And you know, a lot of people are gonna be like, well, no, none of the charges was. You know, they dropped all the they didn't drop the charges. It's just no allegations are going to be coming up against him and we don't know what that means we don't know if people was paid off we don't know like we don't know what that means we don't have enough evidence to assume anything but if i was a massage the NFL, therapist and that nigga came up on my list of, of clients i'd be like nope <laughs> nope is he nope nope not gonna do that as as you should <laughs> I hope he gets banned. Like, I hopefully everybody, like, I ain't gonna take the risk. You feel me? 22 people? I'm not gonna take that risk. I'm not gonna take that risk. Fuck his sore muscles. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Tough it out. <laughs> I can't help you. Mm. Not touching you. Because I don't want you to touch me. Let's see how much time we got left. We in the last few minutes. You got you want you got any? I'm gonna ask you a question, and just let this take us out the show. Okay. Do you believe that Josie Smollett should have gotten time? Yes. Why is that? I believe that he should have gotten time in the same way that I feel like anybody who lies about something that all that that people so like people that lie about being raped. When you find out that they for sure lied, because the the impact that that has on actual rape victims and the difficulty that people already have with that and how much people are already waiting to say, see, she lied, all these bitches lying. Jesse lied about a hate crime. That shit happens every day to people. They actually go through that. That shit is put like you should. If you do that, you should deserve to be punished, period. Because it makes it harder for people who actually go through those things. That's how I feel. So your feeling about Jesse is that he should go to jail for the potential of what he did to impact the progress of people who actually suffer through the thing that he's lying about. 
Well, anybody that makes a false report. I feel like these Karens that be making these false, like calling the police, saying that black these people doing stuff to them when they're on camera, like nothing's happened, but you just saying that so the police will come out here and fuck these people up. I feel the same way about them. You shouldn't be lying about these things. Filing a false police report is against the law. Well, what if nobody come out then harm anybody or take anybody to jail? The possibility still existed that that could have happened. And you didn't know that it was going to end well. You didn't give a fuck about whether it ended well or not. You did this. <laughs> not caring how it goes. Even if somebody doesn't get hurt, it, the possibility still existed that that could have been the case. And you didn't care about what the potential outcome was going to be. It just happened to end well. But that's not because of you. <laughs> that's just because of the circumstances of this particular situation. But... I don't like that shit. I don't like anybody that lies about like stuff like that. I don't don't do that because it's already hard enough, and that people need to be dissuaded from doing it. Don't do it, or you gonna go to jail. Don't be out here lying about serious crimes, or you gonna go to jail. It needs to be a deterrent from other people doing this bullshit. I don't even know why Jesse did this. Was it because he was gonna get put off of the show, or like no? What was the point? I shocked him about damn near because of him. <laughs> he just wasn't getting paid as much as he wanted to get paid. Stupid. And all of these. Stupid. I just feel like anybody that does that, not even just like hate crime, fake. Anytime you fake some shit like this, like you deserve to be punished for that. Because like, think about not his particular situation, but people, other people that lie about this stuff, people get like falsely imprisoned behind this shit. Your lies could have like far-reaching impact if you don't get caught. If this hadn't been the case, somebody could have went to jail behind some shit that you made up. Like that's not okay. That is not okay. You should be punished for that. That should be a punishable offense. It's not okay. I don't know where I'm at on it yet still. A part of me think that he shouldn't have went to jail because nobody got hurt. Like false reporting of a hate crime shouldn't come with jail time. Why? Like false reporting because it already don't for white people. It already don't for white people. Like if it was universal that when a white girl came around and said that, oh, I lied you know, about this person raping me and then they went to jail, then I'd be like, yeah, he needs some jail time. But Jesse, Jesse, for me, Juicy, he ain't finna be the the prototype for motherfuckers that go to jail for lying about a crime. He's not, but I don't think that we should get a pass because white people don't get uh, punished for it, so then nobody should get punished for it's it. It's not pass, it's consistency. Either the, the system don't believe that those crimes deserve jail time. They all do. I just. That's what we believe, but the, the system don't believe that because it ain't doing it for everybody. And I get that. I do, but it's like, you can you imagine a world where like everybody just get, can do this? Like, you know how often this shit would start happening? If there was no deterrent whatsoever? White people, we know. White people, I mean, the things that they get away with is astronomical. Like, that we know there's a difference. We know that there is, but like I don't know, it's a slippery slope to just say, well, we're gonna be consistent and not punish anybody for anything. That's a scary world for me to live in. 
And this was a stupid ass thing for Ju- Justin Juicy, whatever, for him to do. Like, nigga, why? You already know that you're going to be treated differently because your ass is black. He knew that too when he did it. He knows that there's a discrepancy in the way we treat it. And he still went forward with it, with that knowledge. I don't feel sorry for him. You know you're not going to get a fair shake as a black man if you get caught. You did it anyway. You knew that the odds were stacked against you and you still rolled them dice and you got snake eyes, nigga. In a system where I know that the odds are stacked against me, I'm, I'm out here live, doing my best not to do no crime because I know they don't care about my black ass. Not at all. So that that is more of an incentive for me to not do fuck shit like this. So when I see somebody choose to do it anyway, it's like you knew that they were going to make an example out of you, nigga. Like, why would you do that? What's the matter with you? <laughs> you took them risks. You rolled that dice. Crapped out. I don't know. Well, I think my opinion on it going to keep developing, but I think that's where I'm at right now. But anyway. Like what I said, I, I, I think... Oh, I don't think I had any other um any other things. I had the Kanye, the gas. Oh, California lawmakers propose a four hundred dollar gas rebate for all taxpayers, including including those who don't have a car. I mean, get rid of give me free money. I'm gonna take it. Hell yeah! And people who don't have a car, I mean, they having to pay people or pay Ubers, or they still having to get around. Like not having a car, I feel like people was like, if you ain't got a car, you shouldn't get it. But you still have to get around. They paying money out unless they just using people in their life, and then that makes you dumb. <laughs> Go give me some gas money. Gas is four dollars. So, um. What did you think about Jesse yelling, I'm not suicidal, I'm a, I'm not upset, like, when he got... <laughs> I think he was dramatizing the situation. Yeah. Making it a Sandra Bland type situation. If something happened to me, I was killed type thing. Jesse's so dramatic. Like, I just... His light-skinned shenanigans just... I just can't. I can't. I just... I can't. Just shenanigans. But that's what. Oh, Tracy Braxton died suddenly for us. Her family knew she was sick, but I don't think that the public knew she had um, esophageal cancer, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was sad. If you watch the Braxtons, then you know that that's Tony. Wanna. One of Tony Braxton's sisters, and the world knows her because of the Braxtons. They all did backup for Tony Braxton, but don't nobody be knowing who nobody background singers are. So I think people knew her most from that show about their lives. Gotcha. So, um, well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla. <laughs> <laughs>